This report is brought to you by Amazon. As students head back to school, there are a number of supplies and preparations underway. But while the lists may have grown, the time and money spent shopping doesn't have to. Customers can spend less and smile more when they shop Amazon for everything they need to get back to school. A one-stop shop offering the widest selection and lowest prices. And did you know? Amazon offers a discounted Prime membership option for qualifying government assistance recipients for just $5.99 per month. That's 50% off. In addition to Amazon's everyday low prices, Prime members enjoy unlimited fast, free delivery, access to exclusive savings, thousands of movies and TV shows with Prime Video, more than 2 million songs ad-free with Amazon Music, and access to more than 1,000 books and magazines with Prime Reading, something that can come in handy as those reading lists ramp up. To learn more or start your 30-day free trial, visit Amazon.com slash Prime Discount. Ladies and gentlemen, the following is a live copyrighted presentation. And you are listening to Radio Law Talk. And now, here's your host of Radio Law Talk, substituting for Frederick Penny, who's on assignment. Here is Todd Kunin. Thank you, Cal. Third hour of Radio Law Talk. If you missed any of the first two hours, well, shame on you, but you can catch it on the podcast coming up. They usually post it on Sunday at radiolawtalk.com. Sunday or Monday, you can catch the first two hours. Garrett Penny, Fred Penny on assignment. So Garrett Penny in pinch hitting, doing admirably. He's, you know, he's come in, Fred, with the uh, 240 batting average. And Garrett Penny's coming in here so far, three for three on the uh, afternoon or four for four. Batting a thousand, hit a couple over the park. You know, are, are, are you you're you're are you playing? Is this a contract year for you? There? No, this, this is it. I'm on assignment as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was just assigned to be here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a different kind of assignment. Yeah. So so we've been we've been covering a bunch of cases. Uh, you know, doing the case and no case. Last hour we talked about the non disclosure agreements and Tiger Woods and you know what he signed and and how some folks have breached those. Uh, at least one breached yep. the non-disclosure agreement. Yep. Who knew that promising not to talk about something meant that you didn't talk about that? Or allude to it or talk about it. Yeah, I know. I, look, I, I've dated people in the past. I've never had to sign or had anybody sign a non-disclosure agreement, although my bargaining power is sufficiently less. I, I, I think d- so. I doubt that anyone would have agreed to stay silent for years in exchange for a coupon booklet. Uh, you know, that was purchased from a local Little League doing yeah. a fundraiser. By the way, these all expire in three weeks. So You better hurry. <laughs> yeah. But you, you, don't, you agree not to talk about me in exchange for a free haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we talked about that. We got – look, we got other cases to cover this afternoon – or this morning here. Uh, personal injury lawsuits – uh, yeah. The Monsanto case yeah. roundup. That one was what is it? Eighty eighty six million dollars was the payout on that. We have a recent court decision about whether or not that eighty six million is uh, is upheld. appropriate yeah. is upheld. I'll, I'll give you a teaser, a hint. I believe the plaintiffs in that case may be looking for um, a new home. <laughs> a, <laughs> a, no, very just, nice I, yeah, a very nice one. A very nice one. Kelly Clarkson. How, how old were you, Garrett? I'm going to ask you the question. How old were you in 2002? 
2002. That would make me 10. I would have been 10. 10 well, were you watching American Idol? Probably not. Okay, so I was watching American Idol. It was the first year of American Idol, and it was won by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. And that's how she got her start. Well, her career has been all over the map and uh, up and down. She's a talk show host now, right? Yeah, I think, I think she has she, her own show. She, I she's think making she, bank as a talk show host. And then she's on The host. Voice as well. Is she really? Yeah, she's been on The Voice for a couple seasons. I think she does really well there. Okay, so so she's she's doing pretty well, she and her husband, finalizing their divorce. Yep. And so we have information on the on the spousal support and the child support award. And I don't know how they're going to survive on a six-figure. Yeah, for um, them. Yes, how's that? Robert Durst. Can we do the Robert Durst one right now? Let's just do sure, the Robert let's, let's, Durst let's update start right and now. Get it over with. So this is uh, the son of a real estate mogul, and he's heir to a fortune. And this is going to be the quickest update. Quickest update in the history of updates. Robert Durst's murder trial is taking place in Southern California. His lawyer put him on the stand. Shocker. He said, "I didn't do it." And there's life. And Are you that sure? is. That, yes. Uh, Kill them all. That was not live testimony from the courtroom. That was from the hot mic incident when he was being interviewed for an HBO special. They take a break because they're talking to him about, you know, the suspicious happenings in his life and the the time he was charged with and tried for murder in Texas but acquitted. And then his best friend, Susan Berman, she goes missing or she is uh, killed. And now he's facing trial accused of her murder, claiming that the allegation, the theory of the case, is that he killed her to keep her quiet about the disappearance of his first wife and, and that maybe she knew that he had killed his first wife and he was never charged with that. And so he's facing trial because in that hot mic moment that we heard, when he took a break while being interviewed, went to the bathroom, and in the bathroom made statements that made it sound like he was admitting to himself, well, you know, your goose is cooked, they caught you, you know. Killed them all. Of course, there it is. You know, and that's him talking to himself. You killed them all. Of course, there it is. You know, almost like he's resigning himself to the fact that, well, I did this interview. I'm going to get caught now. And guess yeah. what? So he's faced trial, and he took the stand this week, and he said, I didn't do it. Yeah, but he's like 78 years old. He's dying of cancer. Can't hear anyone talking. He has to have a, a transcript essentially in front of him, a live transcript. He's reading it. Uh, it's probably a miserable experience. I mean, just a terrible witness. I don't know why they put him up there. Yeah, and I think that I had read on this case, you know, I said this was going to be the quickest updates in the history of updates, and now we're taking time <laughs> on it. But so they, uh, his attorney, his attorney doing this case promised the jury that Durst would take the stand. And unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever, that's one of the difficulties in opening statements as a lawyer. If you make a promise to the jury that you're going to do or show something in you a trial, you have to do it. Because if you don't, then... Opposing counsel jumps on it. Oh, yeah. Remember when they said so-and-so? Now, listen, that would have been tough. That would have been a tough one for this reason. So one of the things in a criminal trial is... An individual has the right to remain silent. They have the right not to testify. It is a, an absolute guaranteed right. And it is misconduct for the prosecution to comment on a person's exercise of their right to remain silent, right? Yep. Makes and so sense. if the defense attorney in opening statement says, and my, tri and my client will take the stand in his own defense, and he will tell you that he did not do it. 
right? Let's say he doesn't take the stand. Closing arguments come around. Can the prosecutor stand up and say, you heard from the defense attorney on opening statement that the defendant would take the stand? Did we hear from him? No, we did not. Can he do that? Can the prosecutor do that? I think he it's the open the door theory. He opened the door to, to comment on that. He cannot do it because Still, what, what attorneys say in opening statements are not evidence. That's true. And so if the defense – sometimes defense attorneys or prosecutors are baited on that by defense attorneys. But if the prosecution stands up and says he didn't take the stand, there could be a whole host of reasons why he didn't. Maybe the trial just was so overwhelming he didn't need to. He changed. The tactics change. That happens a lot in trial. But if you comment as a prosecutor on the exercise of the defendant's right not to testify, misconduct, mistrial, right? Yeah. Uh, boy, can you imagine mistrial on this one after they've had so much time lost because of the pandemic and everything? And so, but crisis averted for this trial because Durst did take the stand. He denied it. And uh, he denied that he was involved. We'll see if the jury believes him. But that's the Robert Durst update. We'll see what happens once the jury comes around with uh, their verdict. Once it's the case hasn't been argued to the jury yet, but that'll certainly be an interesting one. But, you know, he's in such frail health. Yeah. Yeah. Will he make it to the end? Yeah. You know, he'll make it to the end of trial. But and if he's convicted of murder, it's going to be life in prison and uh, (laughs) for based upon what appears to be his current health, not very long, yeah. but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You couldn't so. even stand up to put on a suit. He's still in his uh, prison garments, I believe. I know, and that's also pretty rare because typically when you have a person who's in custody and they're doing a trial, yeah. the defense attorney makes a motion to have uh, to have the defendant dressed so yeah. that the jury is not prejudiced by, I want to find you, you're presumed innocent, but I keep looking over and you're wearing that orange-white striped <laughs> jumpsuit. With a number over your left breast, yeah. and uh, but I'm really going to give you the benefit of the doubt yeah. that you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, Cal. Yeah, do we got things worked out? I think everything is fine now. Are everything we cooking with gas? Awesome. Uh, yes, cooking with yes, we are. Okay, uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, light a match, Cal, and uh, we'll go to the break. When we come back, you going to give us another case or no case? I promise you I will. Okay, promises, promises. Don't let us down. No, I'll do my best not to. This is Radio Law Talk. Thanks for turning us on. We will continue in just a little bit. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute... Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. 
www.controllawfirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, again, that's 800-238-9182. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Who told you that? Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. That last uh, statement there, if you have any comments about the show, please do. Info at radiolawtalk.com because we read those and uh, they they help out the show. We, we really enjoy the input from folks. So. I always appreciate honest criticism. Yes, as opposed to dishonest criticism. 
Yes, those that have a nasty motive behind it to just say mean things. We don't like that. I, I've always, I've always kind of taken uh, the term constructive criticism. Well, does it construct? What does or it deconstruct? What is it, what is it constructing? Yeah, it, it tears you down. So this house ahead. was yeah. built upon yeah. constructive criticism. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, did you hire a constructive? Constructive? Yeah, I can't even spit it out here, Cal. Just go ahead and get his case or no case. I'll just you be think, quiet. You want to get rolling on this? Yes. All, right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! I think we all agree, at least by reputation. That if you buy a Cadillac car, you're going to get a vehicle that rides nicely, handles well, looks prestigious, and in too many cases has a lousy or cracked screen in the infotainment system called Q. Certain vehicles, made by Cadillac, the CTS, the ATS. So finally, a guy in Los Angeles who bought a lot of Cadillacs said, you know, this is the third one. I've had enough of this. So he decided to see if he might get some relief because every time he got the screen fixed in that car, it set him back 1500 bucks, and Cadillac would not make it a matter of warranty. So he said, is there a technical service bullet? And GM said, all right, we'll send one out. So they sent one out. Meantime, Mr. Goldstein is his name, said, I've got these three vehicles with screens that are prone to delaminating, cracking, or otherwise failing, you're pushing, nothing happens. It's a, it's a joke. He said, the, he said, I've got to do something here. What should I do? He said, there's got to be tens of thousands of Cadillac owners. And if I went to my lawyer and told him, why don't we do something for them? Maybe he'll get some money and I'll get some money. So I'm going to ask you, uh, Todd, I think it's your turn, right? Or is it Garrett's turn? Garrett, I'm going to ask you. Is this something you can sue over, case or no case? Can you go and say, I got a bad screen on my car and, and I want my money? Okay, follow-up question. Did the screens come that way when he purchased it? No. Okay. They occurred in the process of driving the vehicle, either from heat or GM says sometimes some stress in the body caused them to wobble a little bit and crack. Okay. And uh, did he buy the cars new? Yes. Okay, so he'd buy them new, and in the course of how long would it take for these things to break like that? Within two years. Okay, so yeah. fairly new. To I mean, outside of the normal warranty period, but within a couple of years. Uh, you know. I think there's a case. I think you can sue on this. You know, if it's a, it's a manufacturer defect, it's something they knew about, um, and they you know can reasonably fix for a reasonable cost. Uh, you know, I think that's a manufacturing defect, whether it's a, a design defect where all the cars are that way or, or you know, certain cars off certain lots are, are coming off that way. It's a, I think there's a defect you can sue. I think it's a case. Should they sue the Cadillac or should they sue the vendor for the screens who Cadillac doesn't make them themselves in the little screen plant that were imported from China or Japan, I think. So who should they, whom should they go after? I, I think the answer is everyone. You sue everyone. Because at that point, you don't know until you get into discovery who, whose fault it now, is. Now, Todd, right? that was a great answer, wasn't it? Just sue <laughs> just, everybody. Just sue Line everyone. them up and start throwing paper Sue them out. all at the judge, sort them out, you know? <laughs> I love it. Good answer, Garrett. You can tell he's a new lawyer. Okay, okay Todd, what's that, that works right up until, wait a minute, it's a $400 filing fee per case? <laughs> no, no. For plaintiff, it's 400 just for one case. Defendants file individually. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. So there you go. put them all in the complaint. All I right. like it. So. Case or no case, Mr. Cunin, what say no you, case. my friend? Uh, well, let's see here. I'll ask you a quick trivia question. Yeah. Do you know what song, because it's about Cadillacs, what song the line smoked a big cigar and drove a Cadillac car and said, boys, I think this band's out of sight? So you think about that while I give my answer. Uh, I'm going to say on this one here, 
I think that uh, I think this is a case, and and I think that he prevails on the case because look, if Cadillac's selling this uh, selling this car and these things are going wrong, now Garrett Cal has probably failed to tell us that the guy also entered each car in the local demolition derby, <laughs> and that's what resulted in the cracks. Well, that was after the Q screen cracked, right? <laughs> he does have three Cadillacs, junk. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got three Cadillacs, and they're all going against each other. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, I guess it'll be Saturday, Saturday, They call Saturday. it the Cadillac Crash-O-Rama. So yeah, there, there we go. There we go. Yeah. So I'm a, Look, I'll say that this is a case. And I think that uh, he prevails because it's it's a warranty issue. Yeah. Look, this you're not supposed to – you shouldn't have to run into buying a new car and having a defect that occurs so frequently and it's occurring with others and not have the manufacturer pay for it, yeah. take, take care of something else. So case and he wins. Hmm. Do, do you have an answer for my trivia question? No, and I should. I just I, – I, it slipped right out. Of, and I even rock and roll DJ in the old days, so I should remember such a thing. But well, I didn't. You know, look, they're just a little band out of Boston. Oh, yeah, Boston. Barely, Boston. Ma- barely made yeah. enough to survive. <laughs> Called Boston. Rock and roll band, Boston. That was a lyric from their song. As soon as you said Cadillac, that's what I thought of. Who recorded their demo in the basement of one of the guy's houses, and they took it to the record company, and the record company said – what do you need us for? <laughs> Just recut the drum track and we're good to go. Well, that that, yeah. that would also be because the basement was the basement of Tom Scholes, yes. who also went to MIT and was a genius when it came to recording. And acoustics, yes. And, yeah. and also had a type A personality to match. is why people had a hard time working with him. <laughs> <laughs> he had to build in his basement. Nobody else would come anywhere Nobody to record with him. <laughs> uh, what do you, what's your pleasure, Cal? Do you want to go ahead and give us the answer now? We've got about a minute and a half left. Are we going to keep talking about Boston? I do. I do. All right, go ahead. It's more than a feeling. I think we should go on. So now, for those of you, <laughs> nice. For those of you who think this was a case, that would be both, both. of you. That it we was both. Case? Okay. Well, all I can say is. Congratulations to you. Hey, well, that means we're smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so they eventually, uh, Goldstein claimed the cars equipped with Cadillac had screens that were prone to cracking, delaminating. This is a 20 to 13, 27, uh, the ATS, SRX, XTS, CTS, ELR, and Escalade. GMC now has eventually, now apparently decided to finally fix the screens. But before that, they did not. They really fought it hard, and they said, it's a vendor issue, not us. I don't know if you can tell us. That's why you sue everyone. Yep. Yep. So he was right. (laughs) You make your father proud. (laughs) Sue them all. (laughs) And he got double points. Got two points. We'll be back. Radio Law Talk will continue right after this. Don't go away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your 
your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940-800-670-0940-800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. Where's Fred? I'm me at this time. This is Radio Law Talk. You know, you, Cal, you start playing that last music there, that ba da 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 And, yes, you know, yeah, and, and yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, Garrett's up there, oh, I'm at a rave, and he's starting to do the, <laughs> the, the sprinkler and the chicken and all that kind of stuff, and you know, we had to pull him off the table. Well, you know, he's just out of college. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, my wife's probably listening, and she knows that's not true, because she knows how much I love to dance. <laughs> Is it how much you love to dance or knows how much you don't love to dance? It's how much I don't love to dance. You could tell he was being highly facetious at that point. (laughs) We danced at our wedding. That's probably about the only time. Yeah. You know, if I want to embarrass my kids, I'll break into a dance and say, Dad, please stop. Please just stop. In front of the school, just as you drop them off. Uh, my favorite are the iPod dance parties. Have you seen those? Yes. You, you pull up on them. There's a bunch of people with headphones on in the parking lot, and they're just dancing. There's no music, nothing going on. You just see them walking around like zombies or something. I, they had a. They had a. I went to VidCon. The it's the video convention for YouTubers and stuff. Oh, yeah, down. yeah, yeah. My daughter wanted to go to that, so it was back in 2014. I took her down to Anaheim for VidCon, and nice. there was a section there where they had this dance, and everybody's wearing headphones. Yep. You couldn't hear. You just saw a bunch of people all generally moving to the same beat. Yeah. But even then, there were a couple of guys out there that were clearly out of step with the rest. That, that would have me. been me. No, me too. <laughs> Guaranteed. Well, you talk about things you do to kids to tease them. I, it's a little off topic, but uh, so I used to drop my daughter off every morning at her bus stop when she was in middle school. And I would drop her off. My son would be in the car, and then I would take him up to his elementary school and drop him off. And, of course, of course, because this middle school is, Dad, could you drop me off over here? And then I'll just walk to the bus stop so people don't see me get out of your car. <laughs> okay, and my daughter's voice isn't that low. But anyway, so she would get out of the car, and as she was going, every day when I would, I would go up and I'd pull around as she's walking up to her friends, and I couldn't resist. I had to say something, you know. 
See ya, honey. Did you remember to change your underwear this morning? Okay, oh, bye-bye. Man. Love you. <laughs> Love <Right>. you. <laughs> One time I took a mask and put it on, and my son's in the back. Oh, please put it on, Dad. Please, please just do it. All right, so I put the mask on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, good times. Nice. Good times. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure she speaks fondly of them. Well, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just hoping the health care covers the therapy that she's going to need. She just turned 21. And you're so. giving Garrett good ideas to think about with his own children. He's got a beautiful little, little daughter that I'm sure... That we'll trick love will that. play well. Just, hey, just to remember, as crazy as it sounds now, one day she'll be 13. No, she and won't. you'll think, oh, I'm t- yeah, she may <laughs> not live that long. And you'll think, who is the? Who are you? And then you want to embarrass them any way you can. It's yeah. worth it. Yeah. Darn straight. Of course, your wife's probably listening to the show. And when you get home, you will never do a show alone with Todd and Cal again. <laughs> 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 we don't like the ideas that you just received. <laughs> well, she can be kind of... Uh... Uh, what do, how do I put it? Uh, Easy. Kind of a prankster sometimes, too. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, when we first got married, she would one that uh, hide around her corner and try to scare me. And then mm. I started scaring her back, and then that's too quickly stopped. Put an end to that. <laughs> yep. And then she did the whole uh, – put had a thing of peanut butter and put it on my daughter and act like it was uh, something gross on there. And she freaked out. Oh, no. I have never uh, had a conversation with your wife before in my life, but I can already tell you – that's a person whose ideas I want to get like to know. It. I like that. I want to read her book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of uh, pranks. Speak, speaking of pranks and things that happen in uh, marriages and, and what have you, <laughs> from that we're going to segue to a divorce case. <laughs> nice, uh, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson of American Idol fame. Did we already cover this one? Uh, we briefly spoke about it, and, and last time I subbed for Fred, I think I was with Denise, and we spoke about the the original issues with this case. But I think they're just it's just an update. Essentially, instead of getting paid uh, two hundred thousand dollars a month in spousal support, it's one fifty now, hundred fifty thousand. And by the way, that is the amount that Clarkson has to pay to her soon to be former spouse. Yeah. Well, she has the syndicated TV show. She has bank flowing in. That's right. Yep. She, she's she's making the cash. She is, as they would say, the breadwinner. Right. What about him? What does he do for a living other than sit back and absorb cash from Kelly? Well, he used to be a producer. I think it was a music producer. I think in, he was uh, her producer for a little bit. Yeah, oh. but but he, this see this is this is the uh, this is the little secret here. So the big deal is this Montana ranch that they have. Yeah. Oh. Okay, and and apparently the story is that. During the quarantine, they might have already been talking about it, but during the quarantine, when the whole family had to live together on the ranch, that's when they said, "Okay, we're done. <laughs> Divorce is going to happen. Let's go ahead and file." Um, you know, no, nothing tests a marriage than actually having to interact with your spouse. So, uh, so that's what happened here. And he has said, "I actually want to keep." this ranch and I want to work it as my business. I want to work the ranch. So make it a viable cattle ranch or whatever. Yes, it is. that's yeah. what he wants. That's what he wants to transition and do. So they're keeping the property. But Clarkson scores a victory. You mentioned originally she wanted a hundred or he wanted two hundred thousand. That got knocked down to an agreement of what about a hundred fifty, yeah. hundred forty eight yep. and change yep. or whatever. And the recent victory that she just secured is that um, and mind you this is all temporary spousal support. And I'll cover that in a second. Wow. But he has to, out of the money that she pays him, he's the one who has to pay the 81000 approximately per month in taxes and upkeep for the ranch to make the payments and do everything. So the carrying costs are on yeah, him. So he wants to keep it. 
I think she probably I, – I would sell it. I don't want to live in Montana because he is likely to keep it and make it his business and his property. He's responsible for all of that. That's the victory that she just secured this last week in court. So you can become a millionaire as a cattle rancher. Did you know this? You can. All you have to do is start with $3 million. That's right. And, and yeah. <laughs> yes, I, can, I can teach Spend anyone you. to walk away with a million dollars in the stock market. All you have to do is start with 10. Exactly. And then make <laughs> every trade that I make and then get out before you end up with zero. And yep. run for your life. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's an old joke, but I like it a lot. So, so that is, uh, that, that's what's going on with Kelly Clarkson. And we talked about this being temporary support. So – that even though we're talking about Montana property, the divorce, the jurisdiction for the divorce filing is California. And when it comes to divorce, if Denise were here, she'd, she'd be able to – this is the law, the area of law yeah, she practices. Yeah. But when it comes to spousal support, this would, they were married eight years, I think. That would be technically a short-term marriage. And typically for short-term marriages under statute – it's temporary spousal support for half the duration of the marriage. So it would be a temporary spousal support order under two conditions. First, while the divorce is pending, and then ongoing spousal support after the divorce is done, final, and it would be for about half the duration of the marriage in a short-term marriage. If it was deemed a long-term marriage, be 10 years or more, I believe, then it is ongoing spousal support as monitored by the court and the idea being to allow the spouse receiving support to use that time and that money to establish themselves to get back on their feet to be able to earn their own income. I mean, the, the, the laws as it relates to spousal support and what have you, they go back to like the 40s and the 50s when you'd have stay-at-home moms, uh, the spouse, the wife, there's, there's a divorce, and then it's like, okay, she's got to get spousal support so that she can get a career – you know, be able to earn income and do that on her own. The laws still reflect basically that framework, even though that was a long time ago. So, but that's that's what. <laughs> and we're applying all this that usually deals with you know middle lower income, and we're seeing how this. You talk about spousal support is supposed to hmm. help people live the same quality of life. Yeah, she makes like what thirteen million a year. Yeah. So, are we trying to equate that quality of life? What's hey, going on? Good luck. <laughs> so, and that's also different from the child support that she has to pay. Yeah, I, um, I saw that, and you know, forty five grand a month for child support. I don't know what that kid needs, but. Sign me up, please. Yeah, no, no kidding. Um, yeah, and, and the thing here is, like, even if they had fifty-fifty custody, and I, for all I know, they do. No, right? I think I think she has custody. But but if they did have, even, regardless of the custody split, the idea behind child support is to make the lifestyle somewhat normal for the kids yeah. when they're going back and forth between the home. I know, I know, I know what the money's for. What name brand breakfast cereal? That stuff's expensive. It, it, it works. Yeah, forty-five grand a month yeah. might cover. Yeah, you know, that's lucky not, 40, charms. Forty-five grand in Lucky Charms and Fruit Loops. Yeah. You know? and Captain Crunch. Who knew when it came to Lucky Charms, we were literally eating at the end of the rainbow out of the pot of gold. So, uh, so that's that's what's going on. It's nice to know that Kelly Clarkson is back together because when her life actually looks like it's working out, then we can all breathe easier, hoping that our <laughs> lives will work out. That's the way it works with celebrities. Oh, once they get the train wreck cleaned up. Yeah, you're right. It's a good point. Tom. And they're, then they're looking for another train to derail. <laughs> all right. Our last segment coming up after this break, we're going to talk, oh, Mon Roundup in the news. Uh, maybe we'll get to a uh, maybe we'll get to a Trump case about taxes and what a judge ruled is uh, and is not 
discoverable pursuant to a subpoena from Congress. Hmm. We'll cover that when we come back. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station. If you don't get us all three hours, make sure you catch us on RadioLawTalk.com. Yep. And don't be sad. We'll be back next Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific. But there is only one segment of Radio Law Talk left for today. And we'll get to it right after we take this final commercial break. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming up. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092-800-918-7092-800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Okay, man, this is your time. Is this real life? Oh, come on. Oh, stop it. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So, <laughs> the joke in my family has always been that we don't get haircuts, we just use Roundup. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that works too. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Roundup, actually, the parent company, Monsanto Pesticide, they, they make Roundup. And if I remember correctly, didn't – it was another company and Monsanto bought it. And in purchasing it, they actually inherited a lot of this liability. Was it Bayer? It might have been. Yeah, because Bayer agreed to pay the $10 billion settlement for Roundup generally. Yeah. And so, uh, it, it was, so was it Bayer that purchased from Monsanto or Monsanto that purchased from Bayer? I think Bayer was the purchaser if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah. I think Monsanto developed the product and then I believe – and I, I could be wrong. But I think Bayer purchased it from Monsanto and bought the liability with it. Yes. Uh that's, that's, isn't that, that your that's, understanding, that, Garrett? No, that is correct. Because I'm looking here, and, and so the the ruling in Mon- in the Monsanto case yeah. uh, came shortly after this one we're going to talk about came shortly after Bayer had said they're no longer going to market the product that was at the heart of this Monsanto case. They've changed the formula. Apparently, something else will kill weeds, yeah. and um, and so they've changed that. But in the Monsanto case, the issue here was: look, the jury awarded eighty five million dollars to the plaintiff. And so the and, and and this is apart from the ten was it ten billion that you had talked about that yep. Bayer agreed to pay out yep. the class action. So this is apart from that. And the question here was, well, isn't that a bit much? <laughs> Which always kind of strikes me as odd when you're arguing before a judge. Essentially, well, the the plaintiff who died in this case, um, they were worth a lot, but look, they weren't worth eighty six million, right? You know, and so it's, it's a value of a life. You know, you know it's which you can't argue, but it's. That's kind of what you're trying to determine, right? What's- exactly, exactly. It's a bit awkward to be making yeah. that kind of a determination, but but that's what they that that's the argument they made. And the appellate court said, "Yeah, eighty six million, we're good with that. Yeah, we're good with that." What did that person do for a living? I wonder. Uh, didn't they work as a groundskeeper? I don't, I, I think, I don't know. I think one of them they was sprayed a, it for thirty years. Yeah. That's a long time. And so, uh, so look, so the, the, it was an $86.2 million award, and the appellate panel in Northern California said, yeah, we're good with that. Wow. And I, I think part of that is I would have to assume that the calculation isn't just, okay, how much is the life worth, but how much did you make 
throughout the entirety of selling this product. Right. So and, it's a, and, there's a punitive aspect, so, heavy punitive aspect, so obviously. The damages may be being based a little bit more on uh, – look at how much money you made on this. But was yeah. that included yeah. – was this – that $82 million, did that have punitive damages? I don't know. Because don't, punitives are based off of you know what you make off it, but those other damages, are, those aren't relevant. I'm, so I, you've got real damages. So let's say the person made 100000 a year for 10 years, so there's $3 million bucks. That's the real damages. Right. Yeah. So yeah, those would be the real, and then you also have you know your pain and your suffering, and then if you want to get into how much they made off of it, and you know punish them with these punitive damages, then you can ask them about their finances and how much they made off of it. Right. Which was probably public record from the ten billion dollar settlement from before. Yeah. Do you yeah. Think, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. But the long and short of his plaintiffs, yeah, they they they're eighty six million. Yeah. Wow. Eighty six million. Their and, lawyers are just sick about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> you know you, you'd hope, but. Uh, it's probably still I, not worth it to them. I, I know. I know. If, I know. If it were me, right? Yeah. If it were me, and let's say I had a loved one that had passed on, and I yeah, I get the eighty-six million dollars award, which I'd trade in a heartbeat to have my right. you know loved one back. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, but that's that's the award there. Let's see. Uh, we were going to talk about another one here when we were going to the break, really quickly. Uh, by the way, get a quick take ready. We're going to do quick takes here I'm ready. at the end. So do you know what quick takes are, Garrett? That's kind of when we recap everything, right? No, it's a quick take. You get one take, one quick take, one sentence about one thing. One that story. Done. Just your little, uh, your, your little quick take on that item. So, um, yeah, spring that one on you uh, last all minute. All right. <laughs> Alex, I'll take last minute requirements for the radio show for 2000 please. So, yeah. I'll take make Garrick nervous for yes. 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is a, an exercise in clinching. So uh, the Trump, tr- President Trump, Congress still still seeking tax records for the guy who hasn't been in office now for, uh, what, eight months, lost the election almost a year ago. Yeah. and uh, But they're still seeking the tax records. And, and they, Congress had issued this subpoena that was very broad, and there was a ruling by the judge – um, and, and the judge was an Obama appointee, by the way. And the ruling was it was U.S. District Court Judge Amit Mehta. And Judge Mehta said, yeah, I'm not going to grant this as to all of his tax records. That's just too expansive. The question here, there's a clause in the Constitution called the Emoluments Clause. And essentially what it argues and what it says here is that if you have political office – if you're appointed or if you're an elected political office, especially the president of the United States, well, you shouldn't be profiting on that because of your personal business, right? And so the issue here was whether or not uh, dignitaries who came in and stayed at uh, a Trump hotel, whether or not that was in violation of the emoluments clause because Trump would have benefited by them staying in the hotel despite the fact that you got corporate entities and several layers and all this kind of stuff. And so the idea was let's go ahead and get his taxes to see what he made and how much he made and how much would have come from this and to see if there is an emoluments clause issue. And this is still going, again, even though he's not in office. And the judge says, look, it, I will allow the tax records to be reviewed for purposes of that specific hotel and those specific people that were staying, but I'm not going to give you carte blanche to go ahead and look at everything. Yeah. And that and that was the ruling that came out. Now, one thing I found interesting in here was a statement that was made by the head of the committee, Carolyn Maloney. And uh, she said she said that this was uh, that Trump's involvement was an, un, quote, unprecedented federal ethics crisis. 
and that the documents would better help lawmakers understand how to oversee the executive branch. Yeah, so I mean this 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 issue. I mean, I think the judge is looking at it not in this individual hate Trump and whatever. It's how is this going to affect future presidents, and and it's really a, a separation of powers issue exactly. more than a, than a Trump issue, right? It, it, exactly. And when she says to help Congress oversee the executive branch, she's missing something. That's where I have an issue with that because yeah. look, Congress acts as a check and balance to the executive yeah. branch and the judicial branch, and they can oversee the activities of the executive branch to the extent they're using public funds for oversight and things like that. But Congress does not oversee the executive branch in the sense that the executive branch now becomes subservient to Congress. They're co-equal. So They're, who does oversee the executive branch? Say it, Todd. The, the people. The voters. The voters exactly. do. Yes. And so um, to the extent that was the motivation there, it's like, well, hold on a second. You're, you're, you're providing even more reason why this judge's ruling is correct because that's not the purpose of the oversight. It's to over, oversee how funds are used not the executive branch in general. The executive branch does not answer to Congress. Um, well, I can't say anything more because we're not a political show. I'm just talking about the Constitution. I'll leave my personal opinion. That's just, just, that's just a matter of yes. constitutional record. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, you know, that is what happened in the Trump case. And we got two minutes left. Cal, you want to get to uh, quick takes now? Shall we do that? You, got, you have a quick take, Cal? I want to see if Garrett, are you are you good to go? On yeah, I'm good to go. Time? I think right. as an attorney, you learn to kind of be put on the spot. So darn straight, right. I like this young man. So now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Garrett Penny and his uh, quick take. Go, my friend. Well, I, I think I took away from. Uh, I think you'll see a lot more uh, entities, businesses, and, and colleges uh, putting vaccine mandates with some uh, broad exceptions. Hmm. All right, good. Pithy. Uh, mine is very simple. Remember, if you want to get high, don't go to Lowe's. Okay. <laughs> and the name of the ranch in Montana should be A River of Money Runs Through It. That's my quick take. Thanks, folks, for joining us on Radio Law Talk. Oh, hey, we still have a little bit of time, don't we? Oh, I misread the clock up there. Cal's given me the one-minute sign. That's what the index finger means, right? Yeah, usually. One minute. Yeah. It's not the other one. That mm, Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Well, Cal, thanks for joining us. Garrett, thank you for stepping yeah. in. And, nice job, and Love the show. Fill in the void for Fred's absence. Go ahead, and we'll all let him know that. I got him some points on case or no case. That's all that matters. Outstanding. You can come back anytime, even if he is here. Love to have you. We'll throw a, throw another microphone on, make it a four-person show. That'll sure. be fun. And remember, go Brownies. That's for right. Fred. you got to cheer for the Browns for Fred. Yeah, or the 49ers. Well, I'm wearing my brown shirt, so. I know. I know. He's wearing the brown shirt. I was going to wear my 49ers first playoff game tonight, but well, I, I, I will see. We'll have really a lot of Jersey Day coming down the road. And thank you for being with us, folks. That concludes this edition of Radio Law Talk. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week at this same time right here. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
than $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly. With no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power and Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. That's 800-941-3381. 